pipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rap Show Podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads, played by some of the top bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Vararian District, and of course the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rap Show Podcast. Hello there, welcome along to another Big Rap Show Podcast. Woo-hoo-hoo. How are yous? Hope yous are all keeping very well out there on podcast land. And yeah, it would be fair to say I've had way too much caffeine today. Uh, yeah, it's been a long day. But yep, I'm here to talk to you guys all about piping and drumming and what we know and love and yeah, what better place would there be than right here in my podcasting studio where it's absolutely Baltic, to use an ordinary Irish word. It's freezing out here. Uh, yeah, you can't have tell we're in the depth of winter. <laughs> As I'm taping this, it's actually Halloween right now. So, depending, of course, on when you're listening to the podcast, back again, happy Halloween. Uh, I'm sure you're out there trick-or-treating with your wins and, I don't know, getting all spooky and stuff, but I'm in here... Chatting all about piping and drumming. And yeah, if this is your first Big Rab Show podcast, then welcome. We are the show for the piping folk. If it's got bagpipes in it, around it or near it at all, then we are all over it. And we are the show for you, the piping folk. It is just brilliant this past week to be involved in the piping world. It has been really, really busy and we've got tons to talk about. Of course, we have the Glenfiddich Championship that just happened. Oh my God, it was amazing. We'll talk about that. Plus, we have the Celtic Connections Festival. They've just announced their lineup. Oh, so much stuff. That's just loads to talk about. But before we get into it, let's give a shout out to our patrons, first of all. Those people who have clicked that support button on our Patreon page, they really do help us each and every week. So, through their small contributions for about the price of a cup of coffee every month, then you really do help support what we do. So, shout out goes to harriskilts.com, lonestarpiper.com, source bagpipers, and of course, Brandon Moreno. You guys are Yes, you are. And if you haven't yet, please go along to our Patreon page where you can click on the support button. And like I said, for as little as a price of a cup of coffee every month, you can get your mitts on some extra content. We've actually been uploading quite a lot of extra stuff on there, <laughs> which Brandon Moreno seems to be pretty keen on. He's very happy being a Patreon supporter. So, yeah, um, Big Rab Show Plus will actually be uploaded on there very soon. We have the wheels in motion and we've been talking about it now this last few podcasts now. So yeah, that's just for our Patreon supporters. So if, yeah, if you're listening to the Big Rab Show Plus podcast this week, then yeah, you're one of the chosen few. So thank you for supporting us on Patreon. So there you go. If you do like the show, what we do, yeah, head over there and click that support button. But like I said, we'll continue to do this one for free. So do not fear. <laughs> we still got you covered with the piping news and views through the week. Every week, nearly up on episode 100. Eh? <laughs> we'll get talking about that as well. Oh, my word. I'm all sorts of stupidly excited for this. Because, of course, when I'm taping this, it's October 31st. And, yeah, the live event is November 3rd. So it's literally days away before we hit the stage for episode 100, so we'll talk all about that. But first of all, I wanted to talk about Glenfiddich. 
and listener mail, of course. I got a ton of listener mail, but all of it on the same topic. It was all talking about the Stone Mountain Highland Games, so thank you to absolutely everyone who sent in emails uh, talking about the Stone, Stone Mountain Highland Games and sending me tons of recordings and photographs and stuff of everyone who was there. So shout-out goes to Scott Jones, Ben Besson, and just so many more. This is ridiculous. I got tons of emails all about the Stone Mountain Highland Games, so... Thank you. Also, I got the results, actually, from Honey Bourbon. Yeah, from the Canberra Highland game. So, shout-out goes to Honey Bourbon. Honey Bourbon! Yeah, thanks, mate. He actually says, G'day, Reb. I thought I'd ought to give you the results of the Canberra Highland games. That's a massive Australian accent. Shocking. Uh, so, yeah, grade four. The first place went to Old Scotch Pipes and Drums. Third went to Canberra Burns Number 1. Second went to Hawthorne Pipe Band. I think I did remember reading these out in the podcast after he sent us the voicemail. So, Honey Bourbon, get on the horse again, buddy. Send us another voicemail, pal. It'll be good to hear from you. And speaking of voicemails, I've been asking you in last week's podcast specifically... That if you can send me your voicemails and emails and all that sort of stuff for episode 100. I know we're not there yet in terms of uh, podcast numbers. I think this is like 94 or 95, something like that. But we are going to be on stage doing episode 100 this weekend. All right. So we're kind of in a bit of a time warp. So if those of you out there would like to wish us well for episode 100, please do so now. Get your voicemails and emails into us because everything that we receive uh, between now and Saturday morning will all reach episode 100 and will all get played out in front of a live audience. It'll all get, yeah, put on episode 100. So if you do fancy having your voice on episode 100, that's the way to do it. Get in contact with us and we will definitely include your voicemail on episode 100. So, yep, get recording. Email us in. BigRabShow at gmail. Dot com. That's the best way to get in contact with us. And we will try to answer your listener mail live on stage. Now, there's an opportunity and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of opportunity and a half, I have to say thank you to the guys at Chanter Rant. For those of you who are Chanter Rant listeners, hashtag one of the six, thank you to the guys at Chanter Rant. I don't know if you've managed to see this or not, but they have finally released Rabbi the Pooh. <laughs> the Pooh Bear t-shirts. Have you seen these? They're the stuff of legend. <laughs> because those of you who listen to Chanderant know that I've kind of got this running nickname on the Chanderant podcast. Now I'm known as Cuddly Pooh Bear for some reason. Uh, I think it was Aussie Broad who gave me that. Cheers, Aussie Broad. So, yeah, I, I now have an official, unofficial t-shirt, thanks to the guys at Chanderan. So, if you are interested, you can go to Chanderan.com and get yourself some Rabbi the Pooh shirts. <laughs> and I tell you what, see if somebody turns up to the live event wearing a Rabbi the Pooh shirt, I will personally buy you a pint at the bar. There you go. You heard it from me first. If you're wearing a Rabbi the Pooh shirt at the Big Rab Show Live, I will buy you a pint at the bar. There you go. All right, let's fly on. Uh, we'll talk more about the live event as we go through the podcast, I'm sure. But let's talk about Glenfiddich, shall we? Possibly the pinnacle of the solo piping world happened this past weekend, October 27th in Blair Athol in Scotland, of course, at Blair Castle in the Great Hall. Did you all watch the live stream? Thanks to our colleagues there at the National Piping Centre and Inner Ear who produced the live streaming. I have to say it was absolutely amazing. Now, <clears throat> they didn't have it all their own way. Inner Ear and the National Piping Centre both 
were constantly commenting and telling people that they were battling against the elements. Sometimes the image quality wasn't perfect and sometimes the sound kind of crackled and even on occasion actually dipped out. Uh, So the live streaming itself wasn't perfect, it wasn't without its flaws, but I have to say, live streaming any event is always fraught with difficulty. Us and the Rab Show, we can 100% testify to that. So we completely sympathise with what they had to deal with. We know exactly where they were up there in Scotland, up in the wilds. So I'm surprised they even got an internet connection. Never mind being able to live stream through it. So, yeah, shout out to the guys at Inner Ear and to the National Piping Centre. Thank you so much for all of your amazing work on the live stream. I'm sure it was not easy. So, with that in mind, living around the world internationally, we were able to tune in and catch all the action of Blair Castle. And me, even as a drummer, I was glued from the pee break in the morning all the way through the light music in the evening. And I think the results weren't out until about half, six, seven p.m. UK time. So it was a long day, even for us spectators. <laughs> but the who won what, Rab, I hear you cry. Well, yeah, winning the Peabrook then went to Finley Johnson, second went to Stuart Little, third was Angus McCall, fourth was Callum Beaumont, and fifth was Stuart Easton. MSR results then, first was Callum Beaumont, second was Alex Gandhi. Not bad at all for his first run. Uh, third was Finley Johnson, fourth was Angus McCall, and fifth was Stuart Little. So for those of you sitting at home with a calculator then, you know our overall results. First place overall Glenfiddich champion went to Finley Johnson. There you go. Of course on Peabrook preference. Second went to Callum Beaumont, third was Stuart Little, fourth was Angus McCall, and fifth was Alex Gandhi. So not bad at all. Alex, congratulations. Now, the reason why I'm giving Alex a bit of a shout-out is because this was his first Glenfiddich, but it was also part of the whole father-son dynamic that everyone spent a lot of time talking about. It was the first father-son duo, actually, to compete against each other at Glenfiddich. So that made it really interesting to watch. Now, to be honest, Bruce Gandy did play quite well. He did have his difficulties, I think, tone-wise. So Alex did seem to have the edge on him on occasion, so... Yeah, I think both Gandhi's played fantastically well. Uh, a couple of highlights for me. Um, I don't know. Did you see Jack Lee Strasbay? For some reason, his Strasbay and the MSR really, I don't know what it was. But for me, I thought it was the best Strasbay performance on the day. Unfortunately, Jack didn't finish into the prizes. And also, the reel played by Stuart Little in the light music as well. The reel was just outstanding, played by Stuart. So, hey, what do I know? I'm just a drummer. But I have to say, those were the two things that I had on my show notes as kind of outstanding. Now, as far as the Peabrook competition goes, I know absolutely nothing about Peabrook. But one thing that I really took from the Peabrook event is that a lot of pipers really struggled in that early morning session. When they came from the practice room over into the main hall, hmm, I don't know what was going on, but everyone, I mean, everyone seemed to lose their sound. Something happened. Everyone that came from that practice room into that main hall in the morning, it was a frantic tuning session. It was weird. And then I was looking at stuff on Twitter and on Facebook as well, and people were commenting, saying that they had the heating on in the morning, and then they switched it off, because pipers were having problems, and then because the heating was off, the building cooled down very quickly, and then that had the opposite problem, so they had to switch the heating back on again, so it was a very fine balancing act in the main hall. As a result, the practice room, they couldn't get the temperature in there correct to kind of match the the hall, so it was all very strange, and very hard for the 
players to kind of struggle with. So it was really interesting to watch the Peabrook in the morning. Very, very interesting stuff. So with that in mind, for those of you who managed to catch the live stream online and watch it all from start to end, you were in for a treat. Some of the best, the cream of the crop of the solo piping world were in action. And you really were in for some incredible piping like I, I i'm a drummer and even i can appreciate some of the music these guys were producing now i have to say what made it really interesting for me is whenever things went wrong <laughs> whenever the guys were frantically tuning like crazy people that's what made it interesting to me i don't know about you uh but yeah i think given the quality of the live streaming and everything and the problems that they had the national piping center actually put it out there saying that all of the performances if they, you know, if they're experiencing problems with the online live stream, don't worry because they will be uploaded all after the fact. And as far as I know, now I haven't really checked here, but they should be up on the National Piping Centre's website pretty soon. All the guys at Inner Ear have filmed the whole thing in full 1080p with HD sound and all bells and whistles. So the whole thing will be uploaded onto the National Piping Centre's website. So if you missed the performances from Glymphitic, hey, you have a chance to go and catch up. Trust me, don't just go and watch the first place and then that's it. But watch everyone else, especially those couple of highlights for me. Definitely Stuart Little's real Unbelievable. I don't know why, but that really was really, really something for me. <laughs> and also, Jack Lee Strasbe had a real nice bounce to it. And that's what I have in my show notes. Unbelievable stuff. Yeah, congratulations to everyone at Glymphitic, especially the guys at Inner Ear and the National Piping Centre. You guys worked your socks off. So, yeah, we completely sympathize with all the problems and that that you've been having. So, uh, yeah, you got there in the end and, yeah, it was really enjoyable. So thank you for keeping us entertained. Okay, let's fly on. Another little bit of piping news then was Glenmore Pipe Band. Did you hear about this? In the Lochaber region in Scotland, they have disbanded. Mm, Did you hear about that? Never good whenever you hear about a band who's going down. So, yeah, Glenmore are no more. (laughs) So the band was formed back in 2006 and competed all the way in grade 4B, getting up to grade 3B, and then back down to grade 4A, and then, yeah, the band has just kind of fallen on hard times, and as a result has had to pull the plug. So, full statements and all of that sort of stuff are all available on PipesDrums.com, but, yeah, the whole thing, the whole band has basically just pulled plug and... The whole thing's very messy and never nice whenever you hear uh, the bands have had to pull out. Because bands like this, especially uh, Glenmore, they're full of really talented kids. And that's one of the questions I want to ask now, is where do those kids go? You know? I really don't know. Apparently, the band's financial assets that have been left over have now been shared out, uh, thanks to the Office of Scottish Charity Regulator, and apparently a good portion of it has went to the juvenile Lockhaber Schools pipe band in Grade 4B. Uh, So, yeah, you know, someone's bound to have benefited from this, but either way, it's not good whenever you hear of a band folding. So, commiserations to everyone there at Glenmore. Uh, yeah, we will be interested to see where your players go, to be honest. And that's kind of the number one topic whenever anyone talks of a band folding is, where's all your players going? Yeah. Anyway, another little event that I wanted to plug on the podcast this week, and that is the Levi Invitational Solo Piping... No, Solo Drumming Event, I think. Yeah, Solo Invitational Drumming Event. Whoops. <laughs> yep, yeah, Saturday the 10th of November, and it's sold out. 
already. I haven't even mentioned it on the podcast yet, and before I even get an opportunity to, it's sold out. Yep, it's featuring 12 of the world's top pipe band solo drummers and pipers, of course, and it's sold out. It's going to be raising money for the charity called Enable. So this will be held in Dean's Bowling Club in Livingston and West Lothian. Yeah, this event keeps getting bigger and bigger every year. Draws in a lot of big sponsors, but yeah, this event I would always love to have gotten to it, but never did. So the lineup is as follows. Are you paying attention? John Henderson, Glenn Creighton, Neil Bruce, Russell Essler, Craig Laurie, Beard of the Year nominee. We have Les Galbraith, uh, Callum Burns, Marcus Wenlock, uh, Mark Hastings, Garth McLeese, who's playing at the Big Rab Show Live. We have Simon Grant and Stephen Crichton. There you go. Now, I know you guys don't like me reading lists, but tough. They are your lineup for the Levi Invitational. Definitely going to be worth catching. Now, as far as any plans for live streaming this goes, I don't know. But I have to say... Because you can't get tickets for this, it maybe should be something the event, the event could consider. 10th of November, and they're raising money for a charity called Enable. There you go. So that's the Levi Invitational Freestyle Solo Drumming Event. All sorts of awesome. All right. Speaking of events then, Celtic Connections 2019. Now, for those of you who don't know about the Celtic Connections Festival... It is basically a huge Celtic music festival held in Glasgow, Scotland and all around that surrounding area all through the months of January and February. It is absolutely insane, the lineup. <laughs> Go to CelticConnections.com and check it out. One such event that really piqued my interest, in fact there's quite a few, uh, I'd have to move over there. I really want to get to this event sometime. Celtic Connections is growing and growing every year, especially for piping fans. And this year, well, 2019, I say, coming in is going to be something special for piping fans. Now, you guys may remember on a previous podcast, we spoke to David Colvin, of course, writer and creator of the stage show Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck, which tells the story of the late great Gordon Duncan, a coming-of-age play about heroes, bravery, and a bin man. Yep, the story of the piping legend Gordon Duncan, who hit the stage at Piping Live this past year. Well, he's announced that Thunderstruck, due to high demands and piping fans, is now back on stage again, this time at Celtic Connections. I am all sorts of excited for this. Because the first time I hit the stage, it came to a rapturous response. As you guys know, we were talking away uh, to the writer and creator, uh, David Colvin. And yeah, he sung the praises of the show. And then listening and reading reviews and everything of the show afterwards from Piping Live. uh, It just seemed to be absolutely stupendous. So with that in mind, go along to CelticConnections.com and read all about it. If you don't know about it already. You're going to want to get to this one. It does tell the story all about Gordon Duncan and it does feature piping in the show. Now, it's not all piping though. It is a drama of sorts. It does tell the story about David... Or David it does tell the story about Gordon Duncan. Sorry, it's created by David. Uh, so, yeah, David does feature himself. He is a piper of note. Um, I'm sure you know already because you may have heard it on previous podcasts. Just... Take my word for it, this is one show at Celtic Connections that you will not want to miss. Another show at Celtic Connections that's kind of piqued my interest, and that is Brave. Brave Live, in fact. Those of you who are Disney fans, 
Yeah, there might be a few of you out there. Who, those of you who are Disney fans and know of the Disney movie Brave, which talks about the wee princess and all the rest and turned her mad and her bear and blah, blah. That whole movie has been turned into a live show. Now, whether it's going to be a live, like a musical performance with the whole band and all up there, I don't entirely know, to be honest. And there's not that many clues about it online. It doesn't tell you much. But I've seen the movie myself. Because I've heard there was tons of piping in it. And I knew quite a lot of the guys who were going to be playing on the soundtrack. And listening to the soundtrack of Brave is something kind of cool. The soundtrack itself is worth listening to. So, of course, it has to be something to catch at Celtic Connections. Will it be a live action show telling the story about the wee Scottish princess, blah, blah, blah. Or will it be the soundtrack from Brave performed live? Don't know is the answer so go along to celticconnections.com and hopefully find out more information plus all ticket information is available up there as well now another one that piqued my interest ross ainsley and ali hutton are coming to celtic connections yep and do you know what that's not new that's not new ross ainsley and ali hutton have been playing at celtic connections now for quite a number of years but this is what's piqued my interest in this one and i've almost booked my flights (laughs) (laughs) yeah february 1st they are bringing symbosis to the stage now they're bringing the symbosis big band (laughs) that's what it says in the press release now whenever they first released symbosis their very first duo album they put together quite an incredible band to launch the album and by all accounts, the album launch was a roaring success. I've actually seen a, a number of videos of it online, and man, oh man, was it awesome. For those of you who've caught the Symbosis album, you've know it's won tons of awards, Celtic Music Awards and Trad Awards and awards coming out their ears for this one album. So they're going to be bringing it to the stage with the big band that they had at the launch event for their album. Man, this is going to be... <laughs> Man, I'm so excited for 2019. Ross Ainsley, Ali Hutton at Celtic Connections next year, 2019, 1st of February. Ah, Tickets for this are just going to fly out the door, I tell you. Now, there's one other event for Celtic Connections that has really piqued my interest. And that is the Pipe Band Concert. Now, every year there is a huge Pipe Band Concert at Celtic Connections that's held in the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall. We haven't heard who it is yet. Now, there has been one pipe band concert announced, and that is by the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. Now, whether this is the big pipe band concert we're waiting on, don't know. But what happened in previous years is that they normally wait until like three or four weeks before it's about to happen, and then boom, they drop the bomb. They let us know who's coming. In previous years before, of course, we've had Inverary, we've had Bog Hall, and then I think uh, this past year we had Johnstone. Johnstone District played the concert last year. So, is it the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland this year? I honestly don't know. But, for that being said, the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland put on an outstanding performance whenever they put on Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck was actually a winner of Best Live Event at the Rab Show Awards. So, the National Youth Pipe Band, they certainly do know how to put on a show. So, with that in mind, that's... (sighs) (laughs) There's so many things in there. I was going to say that's one of the things that had my interest, but there's just so many. 
Go along to CelticConnections.com. I know you hate me reading through lists, but I wanted to give you my own particular highlights and picks. I'm sure we'll be talking more about Celtic Connections as we get closer to the event itself. But bear in mind, this is happening in 2019, but the tickets for it go really, really early. Alright, so I'm giving you fair warning. It's now the tail end of October. Grab your tickets for these events at Celtic Connections Festival. If you do plan on going... Get them in early, especially for those gigs that I have just picked up, because I'm sure everyone else is picking them too. So there you go, you've been warned. All right, let's talk about it. <laughs> Big Rab Show live, baby. Yeah, if you haven't got your tickets for it by now and you're listening to the podcast now, then you're in trouble. Yep, 31st of October, whenever this podcast gets uploaded, we are closing the online box office. Yep. And we've actually sold quite a number of tickets now, given that we haven't sold out. We still have a number of tickets left. A lot of people seem to be reluctant to come out and enjoy piping and drumming in the freezing cold weather. So, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we will have a number of limited tickets available on the door. And I have to say limited tickets because we only do have a handful left. But... With that in mind, if you do fancy coming along and enjoying some piping and drumming and cracking banter with ourselves on the Big Rab Show, then please do come along to the Terrace Hotel on the 3rd, uh, which is this weekend, in the Terrace Hotel in Marafelt for some of the best piping and drumming. Uh, yeah, cracking banter. We will be recording the entire thing, start to finish, no breaks, no cuts, none of this fancy nonsense. And we'll be presenting the entire event as episode 100. We might clip it here and there for time. but I don't know. Sometimes I'm sure I could ramble on. But yeah. The Big Rab Show live happening this weekend. I can't believe it. And then you guys living internationally, I'm afraid, who can't fly over and can't make it to the event. You're going to have to wait to hear it. <laughs> you're going to have to wait for episode 100. But don't worry. We do have you covered. We will hopefully be live streaming little parts of it. We do hope to, like, little clips of it here and there. We're not going to be live streaming the thing start to finish for obvious reasons. We don't do it with other concerts that we go to for bands, you know, like Inverary and, of course, uh, Police Scotland Fife and different things. We just do little clips and things to give you an idea of what happened on stage. Now, on the night itself, we have a lot of different acts, and some of which are quite visual and doing things that are way outside of their comfort zone. Like, it's not your regular piping and drumming event. These guys are going to be doing something that's way outside the realm of being a concert. Alright? Now, normally when you see a concert and you see pipers and drummers lined up, uh, the pipers will go up play a few hornpipes and the drummers will go up and maybe play a drum salute and the drum majors will march up and down and that's it, game over. I am now, the week before the show... In fact, I'm a few days before the show now, and I can tell you now, this show is going to be something else. <laughs> Even if it's not just me on stage and the crack and the banter and all that sort of stuff, but the acts themselves. Man, this is going to be something else that you really, really want to be there for. You need to see it in person, is what I'm trying to tell you. Now, with that in mind, we do hope to have everything not as visually stimulating as possible because we do know it has to work in a podcast setting. So that's been something we've been working on as well. So we will be concentrating on putting things in audio form. So as well as we having a visual spectacle, we do hope to have an audio spectacle for you guys as well, living internationally. Now, 
with that in mind, please do tune into the Big Rab Show Facebook page over the course of the weekend as we do hope to be bringing you little clips and things from the Big Rab Show live. If you can't make it in person, then please do tune into our live streams on our social media over the weekend. And like I said before, please do mail us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. We really need your voicemails, especially your voicemails, because that would be something kind of special to bring to the live audience so we can play your voice out in front of the live crowd. And yeah, you can be a part of the show. So even if it's a well wish, a joke, or even a shout out to some of your mates or whatever, or congratulations on episode 100. Either way, we want your voice on the show. Please do mail us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Now, I'm not going to go through the list of acts again because I've I've listed them so many times now. I think I'm kind of repeating myself to the blue in the face. Go along to the Big Rab Show Facebook page. They're all listed there. I've been talking about it for weeks we have some of the best in the piping game who have volunteered their time to come along and perform for us and i really have to say before we get into things and before we start recording everything over the weekend i have to say a huge huge thank you to everyone who is going to be appearing on stage and to everyone who's involved backstage as far as the sponsorships and all of the prizes and things that we have been donated and all of the organization that this has taken I tell you what, it's been the biggest pile of stress putting this together, but man, I am so excited for this. It's ridiculous. I think it's kind of a nervous excitement at the same time. I am nervous to go out in front of a big crowd because normally when I'm in here in my wee podcast studio, I'm here on my own and it's me and my show notes. Hello. Yep, show notes. A wee book here beside me. A wee, yeah, it's me, a microphone and my show notes and that's it. And I get to sit here and talk to you guys and visualize that you're there listening. Um, So to do it all in front of a live audience, it's going to be something different. Plus, will I also get my cup of tea? (laughs) You know what I mean? Whenever it's time for topic of the week, I always have a cup of tea. Now, what's our topic of the week going to be at the live show? (laughs) I can't tell you, but you'll have to find out. (laughs) now on the live event itself if you are planning on going to the big rab show live then first of all thank you you are one of many who has bought some tickets and we will see you on saturday night doors open at seven show starts at eight and god knows how long it'll last for (laughs) so strap yourselves in but by buying a ticket and by attending the event you do run a chance of winning some prizes even just by coming through the door you have an opportunity to get your hands on some free stuff we've got some rab show merch that we have made up special just for this one event we've made up rab show podcast t-shirts and hoodies and all that sort of stuff that you can only get at this event, by the way. So they're not going to be available for sale online anywhere. You're not going to see them for sale anywhere. Not for a while anyway. This will be an exclusive thing for you guys coming to the live event. If you want to get your mitts on some Rab Show podcast stuff, come to the live event and you can get Rab Show merch. Of course, you don't have to pay for shipping. You just pick it up there and then. So, yeah, we've got some exclusive merch. We have... Uh, we've got so many stuff. It's just ridiculous. So much stuff to give away to you guys. We'll talk all about it on the live show. Plus, we'll have a competition for you guys here, the podcast listeners as well, so you don't miss out as well. You'll help celebrate episode 100 along with us. So we've got tons of stuff coming your way to give away for free. So come along to the Big Rab Show live this weekend. It's going to be off the chain. Now, like I said, 
If you're listening to this podcast right now and it's 31st of October and you're panicking and you're thinking, oh God, I didn't get tickets for that. Crap, and I was hoping to go. Oh no, I'm going to miss it. Don't worry, like I said, we will have special reserve tickets on the door. So if you do want to have tickets and guarantee yourself a seat, then message us in to the Big Rab Show Facebook page or indeed Twitter or our email and we'll try our best to reserve you a ticket at the door. There you go. Now, people have been asking, in fact, I have quite a number of emails about this, asking why charge for entry to this thing? Do you not want people to come? <laughs> Which I thought was kind of cheeky. But the whole premise of the event itself is to raise money for charity. All right. Now, as much as we're celebrating episode 100, which is absolutely awesome, we did figure that we would try and do something special and give something back to the piping world. So with that in mind, we have tons of giveaways and stuff that we hope to be raffling off and auctioning off, as well as selling tickets for you guys to come and catch some of the best piping and drumming available, all in the hope that we can raise money for the music service for pipes and drums who are involved in teaching kids all around Northern Ireland, young and old, from all levels, from primary school up to secondary school, all teaching them how to pipe and drum and get them involved in our amazing piping world. They are an incredible charity who have hundreds of tutors who travel around schools every day of the week teaching and introducing young people to what we do. For those of you who are living in Scotland, you already have a teaching program in place where piping and drumming is actually part of your educational syllabus. Here in Northern Ireland, we don't have that. So we have a charity like this who supply tutors to go out there into the school community and teach these kids and introduce them. So by way of support, us on The Rab Show, we do think that's amazing. We are investing in the future of our piping world and we want to help. So yeah, we figured... Why not, you know, celebrate our episode 100 by raising money for charity? So if you would like to, there you go. Come along. Yeah, and bring a fiver in your pocket. You never know your luck. You might get some free stuff. Yeah, plus help raise some money for charity. There you go. Big Rab Show Live. I have to be honest. I am absolutely popping myself. <laughs> I'm so nervous. But at the same time, I'm so excited, which is really weird. You know, really weird. We've been preparing this now for what seems to be months, months and months. But, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So, for those of you living internationally who can't be there this weekend, like I said, please tune in on our social media. We will be live streaming little clips here and there where you guys can join in and see what happened on stage. You'll not be able to see it all, but you will be able to see some of it. So, with that in mind, (laughs) it's time now. For me to go and get myself a big cup of tea. (sighs) It's time for the topic of the week. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the USA for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full range of bagpipes, including Henderson and Celtic themed line of kilts, doublets and bespoke Highland wear like sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Also offers tailored payment plans for any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, they can help you with a full custom design from Adanti Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry or getting that true, unique look for your band, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. Are 
you on the lookout for a set of vintage pipes? Then look at Source Bagpipes. Bagpipes ranging from McDougall, Glenn, Stark, McKinnon, McPhee, Henderson, Laurie and Sinclair and many, many more. In addition, brand new set of pipes by Booth and Pettigrew. They have a no-quibble return policy with 25% deposit securing any set of bagpipes. Also offering a full payment plan to be able to pay for your set of pipes over 12 months. Source Bagpipes now have a range of vintage pipe chanters and vintage practice chanters in stock and are all up on their website, sourcebagpipes.co.uk. Contact Ross for more information. The Harris Kilt Company, 150 Sandy Row, Belfast, offering high-quality garments with unique styles enough to cover any wedding, formal event, or even pipe band competition. They can offer a full range of kilt and jacket combinations, all completed with Highland accessories, all available for sale or for hire. If you're looking for a Highland-inspired outfit of the highest quality, then look no further than Harris Kilts. HarrisKilts.com 150 Sandy Row, Belfast. Check them out. Hello, this is Fred Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Yes, indeed. Time for Topic of the Week. And, yeah, I just had a lovely big cup of tea, and it was gorgeous. Yeah, so, this week's Topic of the Week could be a controversial one. But it's one that's been sparked out with a, or sparked up by a bit of listener mail. So... You guys are the piping folk, and like I said at the very beginning of this podcast, that we are the show for you. So, if you are interested in submitting topics of the week, including this one, then email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com, and we'll talk all about it. Right. Now, this week's topic of the week is talking all about bullying. Bullying in the piping world, specifically. Now, this, yeah, email came in to me. A while ago, in fact, it came in around August time, around the tail end of August. And whenever I read it, first of all, uh, I was really nervous, actually, whenever it came to about tackling this. Because I do know that it's quite a sensitive area for some people. And, yeah, I do have experience of this in m- myself in the past. So, I don't know what I want to do on this topic now, I realise this could be absolutely huge. This could be one like the sexism podcast that will come back to haunt us. But I want to talk about bullying, especially off the back of this email. Now, I have edited this email heavily, <laughs> I have to say, for time, because the email itself went on for a number of pages. I also want to exclude names of bands and people, including the author of the email themselves. So I've had to do a little bit of doctoring and editing here to kind of protect people and protect bands and all of that sort of stuff. But I wanted to bring it to you guys first and tell the story. All right? So that's by way of a prerequisite before we get into things. Okay, let's read the email. Hey, Big Rab Show, I have to say a massive thank you, and I hold you solely responsible for me lifting the pipes again. It's been a number of years since I last played bagpipes. In fact, it's been seven to eight years when I walked out of that band hall that fateful night. One topic of the week that I want to suggest to you and your listeners is that of bullying. There you go. Grant. He then goes on to talk about how he was a member of a pipe band uh, for this last 10 to 15 years. 10 to 15 years of his piping career and his life where his wife and children also got involved with the band. 
He said, throughout those 10 to 15 years, it was a great family atmosphere and competitions on the weekend were simply a joy. It was a matter of attending a competition and win or lose. It was a matter of having a good time and enjoying the musical performances. In the latter half of his piping career with this band, I'm not mentioning names, he said in the latter half of this band uh, they appointed a brand new pipe major who had a more sharper focus on winning prizes and becoming able to be upgraded. After a number of years of competing with the band under this new pipe major, they found things to be really difficult. Constantly butting heads with the pipe major and disagreeing on certain points and topics, comparing things to how the previous pipe major used to run things. The band was successful. They won lots of prizes and actually climbed through the ranks quite high, reaching as far as grade 2. The band was pushing as far as they could and stretching towards that grade 1 spot. However, band numbers were dropping as a result. People were cracking under the pressure and the constant red-faced pipe major at band practice most nights of the week proved to be too much to deal with for some. For those of us left behind, we bore the burden. And, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to swear on the podcast. But, yeah, he goes on to swear a little bit. And basically, <laughs> to summarize, band practices were a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, let's say that. <laughs> I should have edited that bit out. Anyway, so apparently this all came to a head after one particular season where a band were severely disappointed at a world championships. They returned back to their band hall looking forward to Portrush competition to finish off the season when a pipe major went into full meltdown mode. Picking on this particular person who wrote this letter saying that it was all their fault. They said that they didn't do this and didn't do that and didn't do everything and then they were constantly referring to the previous pipe major. The author of the letter then went on to say that he felt bullied. Over the series of this last three to four years since the appointment of this new pipe major, they have been constantly under pressure with relentless phone calls and emails and text messages asking them, are they doing this, are they doing that, are they practicing, or they could work on this and they have to be better. The relentless pressure from the pipe major and then from the bandmates who were sticking up for the pipe major resulted in a high-pressure situation. This was all during a time of great personal stress of their own with relatives who had been ill for quite a long time passing away. Now this is when it gets personal and I don't know whether I should read this out or not but he goes on to say (laughs) yeah he goes on to say that the pipe major showed a severe lack of compassion and zero people skills when on the night of the funeral of a particular family member, he lifted the phone and phoned this particular member and told him to work on his introductions. Now, that I take great exception to. That was wrong. (laughs) Anyway, let's fly on. He goes on to say, following this, They managed to stick it out for at least another three weeks until the band had their AGM, their annual general meeting, with a lot of backroom conversations. A lot of people seemed to agree that the pipe major was losing their edge and needed changed. The annual general meeting happened. The vote came. The pipe major remained in place. With a lot of members who tried to vote out the bully of a pipe major out of place, 
uh, were now quite a visual target. As a result, the pipe major told the band members who were trying to vote him out that they needed to work harder and the band's as strong as their weakest link. Uh, So, at this point, the author of my letter decided to hang up the pipes. They'd had enough of the bullying, the constant emails, phone calls, text messages, especially around sensitive periods of time whenever they were going through great deals of personal stress. Wow. You know, whenever I read this, first of all, I was thinking, this reads almost like a movie. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Wow. Anyway, the, the email goes on. He says, and thanks to your podcast, having discovered it about six months ago, I have now found a newfound love for piping and drumming. I am now happy to say that I am playing with a new pipe band far away from the aforementioned pipe major, and we are looking forward to the 2019 season. Having the pipes under my arm again has filled me full of happiness and my wife and children are more than happy to see a smile back on my face rather than me grumbling about what happened before. It's great not to be disjointed and jaded by the piping world as a lot of people have been in the past. Thanks to the Rab Show podcast I'm now back playing again and enjoying everything about the piping world so thank you Big Rab Show. Please bring this topic to your listeners where I would love to hear their experiences of bullying in the piping world. Many thanks. Signed anonymous. There you go. I'll not mention his name. But there you go. What did you think about that? I'll let it sink in for a bit. Because whenever I first read that, I was thinking, that does read like a movie. You know, it really does. It sounds as if that pipe major was like some sort of an evil tyrant who just ruled with an iron hand and, you know, didn't matter what was going on in your personal life. You had to be working on introductions. Like, that's fierce. Also, I have to say, this particular member of that pipe band had been a member of that band for 10 or 15 years. Which is just... (laughs) That's a serious amount of um, time and loyalty as well. You know, and playing with that band all the way through the ranks and everything, clearly they didn't want to go anywhere else. So to have to leave that band was bound to have been a huge, huge upheaval for them. So... I want to talk about my own experience. Now, thankfully, I have never been in the position where I have actively felt bullied. Now, that's not to say it doesn't happen, okay, because I do know it does. It does happen. There's quite a number of pipe majors, lead drummers, or even band colleagues, for that matter, who are very quick to point the finger and start yelling and screaming at someone. Now, that's not saying that all bullying is yelling and screaming. You can actually bully someone by simply excluding them. So, say, for example, you guys had finished your set for the day. You know, you played your competition set. You've thrown all your drums down underneath a tree somewhere. Right, guys, time for a beer in the beer tent before we have to gather up for the finale. Great. Where are we all going? And before you know it, everyone's walked off and left you standing. Now, that in itself can be construed as a bit of a form of bullying. Instead of trying to include you in the group, they're actually saying, I don't want to hang out with that guy. So... That has happened, I know, quite a number of times where a lot of people just don't want to hang out with someone. Now, interpersonal issues aside, bands are families. Bands need to get along with each other. And if that doesn't happen, then something needs to give. People need to have people skills. All right, now I'm not just talking about the leaders. I'm not talking about your lead drummer or your pipe major in particular, or pipe sergeant for that matter, or whatever. People need to have interpersonal skills. You need to be able to work along with someone. 
to be able to achieve a common goal. Now, a perfect and prime example of that would be Field Marshal Montgomery, our current world champions. A lot of these guys come from far reaches across the world, flying from Australia, the US, Canada, Northern Ireland, England, Scotland, Wales, from all over the place, all to form this one amazing machine that is the Field Marshal. Now, do you think that all happens by accident? Of course it doesn't. These people all have one common goal in mind, and that is to be the best. Be the best. Be the best dang pipe band that's on that field. Win that world's trophy, go home. That's what their job is. And they are willing to do whatever it takes to get there to that top spot. Now, if that means putting in practice four nights a week at four hours every session, that's what they do. And I'm not just talking about field marshal in that regard. I'm talking about every other pipe band in grade one, grade two, grade three, whatever the grade. If you guys want to be the best out there, everyone in that band has to share that one common goal of wanting to be the best. Now, this is when interpersonal issues start to creep in. Some people don't want to be the best in the world. Some people want to just go out and play and have a good time, you know? And some people also don't want to be the best band in the world, but they also want to be the best solo player in the world. Or maybe they want to be the next big Celtic piper out there. I mean, the next Ross Ainsley or the next Ali Hutton or whatever. There are so many different motivations between people and why they play in pipe bands. Having everyone playing for the same reason is so difficult. And this is where interpersonal issues can happen and where people can construe that they're being bullied. Now, as a lead drummer in the past, I have had the arduous task of trying to bring people along with me. Trying to tell them, we need to do this to win this. We need to do all of that to win this. Okay, let's all do it. Now, everyone could look at you as if you've got five heads on your shoulders and just tell you, right, Rab, see that drumstick? I can tell you where to put it. So... (laughs) You don't want to then have to get into bully tactics. Well, you either do it or you're dropped. All right? You either play all this now or you're dropped. Hang the sticks up. Never come and play again. Bye-bye. You're not welcome in the band hall. Because that is bullying. It's just flat-out bullying. You either do as I tell you or cheerio. Now, I do know a lot of bands who use that. (laughs) You know, it's my way or the highway kind of thing. And for some bands, it works. You know, for some lead tips and some pipe majors, it does work. The whole threat of not being able to play is threat enough to be able to put the work in. Now, for that in mind, it does work for some. For others, it does constitute bullying. You think, well, how dare he shout at me and tell me to do that? You know what I mean? Up his jumper, I'm away. So one thing I wanted to say about bullying in pipe bands. It does happen. I have seen it. I've witnessed it firsthand. I have seen people being picked on because they are pegged as being the weakest link. If you are that weakest link and you are being picked on, don't stand there like a lemon and take it. <laughs> okay? My message to the weakest link, there's either... Two options for you. Number one is you leave the band. You say, well, if I am the weakest link and I'm not cutting it, then cheerio, I'm away. This is a voluntary venture. No one is forcing you to stand there in the ranks of that band 
And if you are getting picked on by every member of the band around you, hey, your blowing's terrible. Sort it out. Good God, you couldn't play a Swiss rough if it slapped you in the teeth. It happens all the time. You know, friendly banter aside, right enough, because I know what friendly banter is like. You can constantly do that. Hey, you couldn't play a flam five if you tried. Hey, you're crap. Right, let's play it again. Do you know what I mean? Friendly banter. But if it's consistent and it's constantly given picked on, that's something else. There's two options available for the lemon in the band. The weak link. Number one is leave. Get out of there. If you don't want to get picked on, then go. You don't have to stand there and feel victimised and get victimised, I have to say. Number two is do something about it. You either run away or the other option is do something about it. Either talk to someone in charge and tell them, look, I don't appreciate the way you were speaking to me. You know, I'm not a bit of crap on your shoe. Uh, Stop it. Or actually practice. (laughs) Ooh, that's cutting. Well, yeah. I can just see the emails coming in now. Yeah, practice. That's the biggest thing that stops bullying. And yeah, I'm going to challenge you. Alright, if you do feel you are being picked on in your band and people are shouting and yelling at you, it could be for a reason. It might not just be that they don't like you, it might be that you're actually the weakest link in the chain and you need to up your game. You need to pull the socks up, actually do some practice and maybe learn the sets that you haven't brought to practice that night and your pipe major and everyone's yelling at you. Why didn't you learn your stuff? God's sake, man, we had the folder last week. What did you do with it? Prop up a table? God's sake, man, learn your parts. Actually, practice. If you turn up to band practice and you're part of the team, you're a committed member of the band and you're doing what you're supposed to do, you've learned your sets, your instruments, well-maintained, it's sounding well, then no one has an excuse to come and yell at you. The only excuse someone could have to come and yell at you is if you do something stupid outside of the realm of music. (laughs) So say you do something to bring the band's name into disrepute disrepute or whatever. Do you know what I mean? If there's something outside of the musical realm, then that's uncontrollable. That You can't really help. I don't know. Perhaps you started a fight in a bar or something with another band member, which I've seen that happen before. In inter-band fighting, like you punched some tenor drummer in the teeth and now they want revenge. and It all gets very messy. Believe it or not, that's happened. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I had to deal with that at band practice one night. Anyway, um, nasty topic. (laughs) What I'm saying is, bullying in pipe bands does happen it's very unfortunate that it does but it does happen now should it happen hmm i don't know is the answer some people construe bullying as being pushed when they don't want to be pushed now why go and play with a pipe band who wants to be successful and try and achieve something and win prizes and go and do things when you don't want to be pushed You don't want to be challenged. You don't want to be set up on that mountain and told to climb. You know, why go to a band and just want to coast through? Ah, play my four fours and I'll go home. Play my Scotland the Brave and Round Tree and good night, nurse. No, if you want to achieve and do something and you're being pushed by your leadership in the band and your guys around you, 
then expect to feel pushed. Expect to feel that you know disappointment if you don't play well. You know what I mean? You're, everyone has a bad night where you're making mistakes all the time and the computer just says no. Everyone has those nights. I don't care if you are Jack Lee or Stuart Little. Everyone has an off night <laughs> where things just don't go right. So with that in mind, one bad night does not constitute a whole season. You can't just throw in the towel after one night going, I'm not doing it anymore. That pipe major does nothing but yell at me. Ah, stuff him. I've had enough. No. Don't give up so easy. Don't just pack it in and run away. Continue on, is my advice. Anyway, bullying in the pipe band world does happen. But one person's bullying is another person's leadership skill, I suppose. I don't know. I guess, essentially, what we're competing at is voluntary, you know. And if you do feel so aggrieved that you are feeling personally hurt by someone in the piping world, then it's very easy. Hand the uniform back. Step away. What we're doing is voluntary, you know. And one thing I do want to put in here when we're talking about the topic of bullying is we are essentially dealing with musicians. We're all musicians in this. And we musicians can be a bit of a sensitive bunch. <laughs> now, I'm not saying by any means that we're divas, you know, and we must have like 100 black M&Ms in the bowl or we're not going on stage or something stupid like that. Do you know what I mean? We, we are divas. We, you know, we do have certain kind of standards that we don't like getting yelled at or we don't like being picked on or if we make a mistake, we don't like being made a spectacle of and people pointing fingers and saying, see that Dublin there? Rab didn't play it right. <laughs> Everybody look at Rab the dipstick. You know, things like that. We can be a little bit sensitive as musicians and being creative people. So people in leadership roles, maybe take that into account. Whenever you're handling people and you're employing your people skills, maybe take into account that sometimes musicians can be sensitive. You know, you may need to listen to the concerns with a little bit more of a less skeptical ear, I suppose. Oh, yeah, here he goes. Whinging again. Yeah, I guess... Bullying, I have seen it firsthand when people actively, an entire core, be it a pipe core or a drum core, turn around to their weakest member and all point the finger and blame a bad performance on one person. That's terrible, by the way. Every piper can have a bad introduction. Every drummer can miss a part or play the wrong movement. It's happened to hundreds of thousands of people before and it will continue to happen to hundreds and thousands of people. The reason we feel obliged to point the finger and say, you did it, you're the bad guy, you're the dipstick, ha ha. I don't know why we do that. Seems to be a human thing that we have developed from the playground days. Na 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 na, you fell over. I don't know. (laughs) Why does it happen? I guess every pipe band should have the same common goal and that is producing the best music possible if we have a weak link in the chain then i guess your job is to not be that weak link and also not to pick on the one you think is the weakest but to actively try and help them now that help should not be in the form of shouting and yelling at them god sake man do you ever practice come on no don't put it in that form it should be 
I don't know. <laughs> I guess employ your people skills whenever you're talking about bullying. Now, bullying in the pipe band world is rife. It does happen, but it all happens for a very simple reason. Bands want to improve. They want to win prizes. And for that to happen, they need to have a drive. They need to have that push to achieve. Now, for that emailer who emailed me in, it sounded like that they were happy in their own wee pipe band in the lower grade, playing their tunes at the weekend and having a day out with their family. That's sounded what, to me, that's what they wanted. It seemed to be the problem started whenever they started getting upgraded and things were a little bit more high pressure and competitions were not just for a weekend out. They were actually there to win something. I think that's when the dynamic shifted for that uh, emailer. And perhaps that's when the pressure started getting applied. That "Mm, maybe I have to practice here. And yeah, maybe they were the weak link in the chain. Don't know. But reading through that email there, perhaps that's why they were getting yelled out of practice and getting phone calls. Now granted, that was a terrible move on behalf of their pipe major, ringing them during such a high stress time. Especially when family members were passing away. Good God, man, what were you thinking? That pipe major, I have no idea. But my word, yeah, if you're a pipe major out there, please take account of your players' uh, personal lives. If they are going through some kind of personal stress, definitely take that into account before starting to give them a chewing about how their chanter's set or, (laughs) you know, have they learned the latest reel or whatever. Yeah, definitely take that into account. So... With that in mind, I want to approach the topic of bullying. I give you my own personal story, and yeah, I have seen it happen, but I have only seen it happen from the point of view where pipe bands have a drive and want to achieve something. I myself have only ever been yelled at and shouted and screamed at because I've made mistakes and I've done something wrong. And that shouldn't happen. And bands should be in there trying to strive for perfection. And when you have a nitwit like me in there making mistakes, of course it's going to get people angry. So I had to work my socks off not to be that weak link and up my game so I didn't get yelled at. So I guess the yelling had its, you know, had its effect. It worked. You know, (laughs) it was effective. But then again, we are now in the late 2000s. You know, 2018, will that kind of thing wash nowadays? I don't know. Like, I I look back whenever I first started learning snare drum. And I sat across the table from my uncle, Eddie Lennox. And uh, every time I played a movement wrong, he smacked my hand with a drumstick. Like, it was a little bang! Done that wrong, do it again. Played it again, bang! Done it wrong, do it again. And this went on and on. And my hands were nearly black from bruises. (laughs) from getting smacked with drumsticks now this was like in the 80s when i was learning this and maybe 1988 89 whenever i was learning snare drum Uh, so whether that form of teaching could actually happen nowadays i don't know if it did i'm dang sure that would be counted as either being abusive or some form of bullying (laughs) stop hitting me mister (laughs) anyway do you know what it helped (laughs) (laughs) because I knew every time I was going to play something wrong, I knew to hide my hands because he was going to reach for me. (laughs) I developed lightning quick reflexes. Anyway, (laughs) what I want you to do is I wanted to approach the topic, first of all, on bullying. I wanted to read out this anonymous, anonymous emailer and tell his story. 
I then wanted to tell you of my own experience and how my experience of bullying in the piping world is when I felt particularly stressed or pushed, but it was because I was the weak link in the chain. I want to know your story. Please email me in bigrabshow at gmail.com. I do know for a fact that bullying happens in the pipe band world. All right, I am under no illusion. This is not like me doing the sexism podcast. Whenever I did think, I'm still on the fence. I don't know. I still, at that time, I said sexism doesn't exist in the pipe band world. I'm still on the fence, and we will be revisiting the sexism podcast again. Uh, But yeah, I am saying now, bullying does happen in the pipe band world. Whether it's a positive thing, I don't know. It does have its has its merits, but whether it has its negative points, of course it does. It adds to stress, unneedless stress, to a lot of people and just causes, in some cases, bands actually to break up, people to lose membership as a result, and all sorts of craziness. Uh, just way too much to talk about. So I want to know your own personal story telling me about your story of bullying you faced in the pipe band world. Now, you don't have to use names. You don't have to mention specifics. You don't have to tell me the name of your band, even. Just tell me what you experienced and why and why you wanted to talk about it, and how it affected you and your family. Because it's one thing, it it does affect the band member in question, but it also affects those around them. So, with that being said, bullying does happen in the pipe band world, and I want to know your story. Let's talk about it. We will visit this topic again on a future podcast, rest assured, but it will be done through you guys telling me your story. Email me in bigrabshow at gmail.com let me know about your story on bullying okay woo that's it for another big rab show podcast thank you everyone so much for downloading this week and yeah if you're going to the big rab show live this weekend oh man i'm so excited it's just going to be stupid (laughs) as i said for those of you living internationally Go along to our Facebook page. We will hopefully be uploading little bits of live streaming content and stuff from the event itself. So if you can't be there, we do hope to get you little clips and things so you have a good idea of what happened on stage on the night. We are raising hopefully as much money as possible for the music service for Pipes and Drums. And yeah, you guys can listen to episode 100 as it will be uploaded as it happens. So... With that in mind, go along to thebigrabshow.com. Don't forget you can get your Rab Show merch up there now. Christmas is around the corner. Do you know anyone that would fancy getting a Rab Show shirt or a hoodie or that for Christmas? Especially our embroidered polos, which seem to be very popular. A lot of people buying those, actually. Embroidered polo shirts are kind of sweet because they don't uh, fade in the wash or the wind and rain and sun and all that sort of stuff. Uh, because they're embroidered, they last for all weather. They're fantastic. And, yeah, really, really cool. I have, like, four of them in my drawer here at home. They're just brilliant. I love the embroidered polos. So we may do more of those with maybe new logos and stuff. Ah, I don't know rambling now but yeah go along to thebigrabshow.com and yeah you can go along pick yourself up some rabshow merch of course christmas around the corner and a happy halloween to all of our halloween listeners and uh yeah we've got tons to talk about on the podcast coming forward all the way up until episode 100 this weekend's gonna be absolutely insane and i'm gonna do my best not to spoil it for you <laughs> but i'm sure next week i'm gonna talk somewhat about the live event i'll tell you how it went first of all and then you can all listen to it precariously on episode 100 oh so stupidly excited for it man i can't wait okay 
Don't forget, check us out on social media through the week, as well as Throwback Thursday, one of our favourite features on our Facebook page. has been going very popular this last while. If you have any suggestions for Throwback Thursday, please do get in contact with us. You can email us in. Don't forget, I want to hear your voicemails and messages of, yeah, congratulations and stuff for episode 100 before Saturday the 3rd. Yes, get your emails into us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. If you'd like to have your voice included on episode 100 and broadcast out in front of a live audience, then please do get it sent into us as quick as you can. And yeah, it'll form part of episode 100. With that in mind, don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. If you're listening to us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, all those different places where you can get. Just give us a follow or a subscribe so each and every episode gets uploaded every week. You'll get a ding, a little notification to let you know that Rab has pulled the finger out and uploaded another one. Right. We will see you on Saturday for the live event. Those of you here in Northern Ireland that can make it. And for the rest of you, we will see you on social media over the course of the weekend. Don't forget, check us out on Fuse FM, Ball Money on Tuesday nights. And yeah, we'll see you here in the podcast next week. All the best, folks. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Reads, played by bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Verarian District. Don't forget to check out TheBigRabShow.com for all of your Big Rab Show merch and news, views and chat throughout the week. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on The Big Rab Show Podcast. All the best.